1: the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government.
0: The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It
2: is
0: Yes, yes
1: Welcome to the Secret Teachings radio broadcast this Wednesday, November 10th, 2021. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you for joining us whenever and wherever you are listening around the world on the Fringe FM app, Talk Stream Live, the Paranormal Radio app, or if you're listening in the Secret Teachings archive, accessible at thesecretteachings.info. Info. That's our website where you can find my books, you can find promo picks for upcoming shows to see what upcoming shows are going to be about, you can find top news stories, links to things we talk about, and more, www.thesecretteachings.info, we have our Patreon page still slowly and steadily growing with behind-the-scenes content, so you can go become a member of Patreon. The Secret Teachings. There is also a holiday sale going on with our affiliate Pro One water filters, 25% off of those water filters. You can click the link on the slider bar on our website. And as an affiliate, we get a percentage of whatever you buy. It doesn't cost you anything else, anything additional. In fact, you actually save money because there is a huge 25% off sale going on now with Pro One. If you'd like to support the show directly, of course, you can grab a book or you can subscribe to the archive. I'll tell you more about that tonight. It's all on the website at thesecretteachings.info. You can subscribe for weeks, months, or a year, and you get a free copy of one of my books when you subscribe for one year. I'll tell you what, its it's been kind of scary. It's been kind of uh, unnerving. Um, I'm prone to anxiousness myself, and for the first time ever, in my 10 plus years of radio, I have left the runway. The secret teachings is airborne, to use a plane analogy, and there is no supporting ground beneath us. That means everything that I do, you know, paying uh, my rent, maybe someday a mortgage, but paying my rent and uh, paying the few bills I have, it all comes directly out of radio because everything is based on this radio show for me, this is my life, this is my personality, this is who I am, this is what I do. And until I can uh, find another place to live, uh, my studio is still in my bedroom. So all of this is, is what I am, who I am, and this is what I give you as a listener five nights a week. And it took me a long time to ask for listener support until I really became confident in the product that I had and for a couple of years now, we've asked for, you know, subscription uh, or book purchases. And it has supported the show to a point where we're able to to do this full time. The only problem with that is uh, it's not a lot of money. Uh, I make between seven hundred and a thousand dollars a month for most people. That's poverty. Uh, and I essentially live in poverty. Join this show as a labor of love, but I am able to save money when I have the money, and I'm able to, to do what I can to the best of my ability to live a good life, to live a clean and safe life, and to have this radio show at the center of all of it. So thank you, every single person who has supported the show, every single person who's bought a book, who's subscribed, who's become a member of our Patreon page, you've done something to keep us on air, you've offered you know, for myself and my fiance to stay with you when we traveled across the country. That is really, you know, the heart of this radio show. So thank you. And of course, for those of you who, who went onto Facebook last night and saw that we missed, um, missed last night's new show, just had a lot going on. There's a lot of uh, emotional and psychological things that I'm going through in my personal life. So that's unfortunately why we had to miss last night's show as well. Prior to that, I was out of town Over the weekend, I went to um, a wedding and uh, was in the process of traveling out of state, so we couldn't do a show then. So thank you for staying with us, even though, you know, some weeks, you know, I have to miss a show or two. Um, My plan, my goal is to really, in the next month, to really, uh, you know, pack everything up and get out to Arizona where I'm planning to move. It's really tough. It's really rough trying to you know make $1,000 a month with radio and then also moving across the country on top of that. Um, I was going to set up a little donation page because people have supported us before for things like that. Um, it's a great opportunity for the show uh, to broadcast from the desert. For me, it's kind of nostalgic. Um, if anybody has a few dollars that they would like to support that move, I'm calling it the, the uh, Escape from New York donation fund. You can donate on PayPal, rdgable at yahoo.com. If you're a new listener to this show, I'm asking you, don't feel obliged to even listen to what I'm saying right now because you know you think that this is just a guy asking for money. But I've been doing this over 10 years. You know We've helped dozens of people now uh, with things that are practical outside of radio, people getting out of their, their mandates at their jobs um, or their schools I've received a couple of more emails this week of people who have said, you know, you got my, my, uh, you know, myself or my mom or my friends out of their mandates at their work. And I mean, that, that warms my heart and that, that lets me know that what I'm doing is the right thing. And so we're just asking for support in return to help move the studio out to the Southwest. Uh, but you know what? When it comes to those mandates at your job, it seems like, um, whether it's your job or it's your school or whatever it is, wherever it is. It, you know, I, I was traveling this last weekend, so I was in a, I was in a couple of hotels. And uh, when I'm in a hotel, I like to get some food and I like to flip through the TV because I don't have cable at home. And I just like to see what's on. You know, I'll flip through Discovery Channel, History Channel, local news, whatever. And uh, you know the local news uh, uh, when I was in North Carolina, the local news when I was in West Virginia – pretty much all the same. It's just a talking point. It's a script. And that's something that I feel like is old school news. You know, it's not really something that is new for most people. You know that all the local media stations, you know, your local Fox affiliate, your local uh, CBS affiliate, all those news stations just get talking points from the bigger parent company. They get talking points from the corporations that finance them they get talking points from big banks. So every single news station, whether you're in West Virginia, North Carolina, New York, California, Florida, Texas, it doesn't matter. They're going to be the same stories. And in some cases, like that famous Conan O'Brien compilation, they're going to literally be the same verbatim talking points. Well, it's that time of year again, we get the Christmas lights out. Well, it's that time of year again, It's literally the same talking point. It's literally verbatim the same words because they're being handed the script. So no matter where you go, turn on the news, the local news, you're going to get the same kinds of stories, and they have a pattern of how they present that information. It's always a a feel-good story to end this segment. You know, why Ethel, you know, 95-year-old Ethel, you know, her husband died. Uh, You know, her grandkids don't come to see her anymore. But Ethel started making jam and Ethel took the jam down to the to the farmer's market, and she's making you know, some extra money, and she's making people smile. We're going to go talk to Ethel after this break about her strawberry jam. So it makes you feel good at the end of the segment, after they told you for the previous five to six minutes, death, 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 death carjackings, slashings, rapes, murders, COVID deaths, COVID deaths, COVID death, COVID death, etc., etc., etc. So you're terrified, and then, well, let's go see what Ethel's doing with this jam down at the farmer's market. That's Obviously, should be obvious, how local media works. Mainstream media is a little bit different. They don't end with those kinds of stories. They end with other types of stories like Sesame Street's Rosita character gets her first COVID-19 vaccine dose. You realize this is a puppet, right? It's a puppet. It's not a real person. It's not a real creature. It's not a real thing. It's not a dog. It's not a cat. It's a puppet. It's a puppet. Now, you might say, Ryan, we know that. We know that that's a that's a puppet, Rosita, on Sesame Street. We know that that's a puppet. But, you know, I don't think a lot of people know that that's a puppet. I don't think a lot of people realize that. You know who doesn't realize that's a puppet? Kids. Kids don't realize that's a puppet. My son Fox, if I would let him watch Sesame Street, because all he watches right now is Bob the Builder, he goes, Bob, Bob, Bob. Fox, you got to come here and get your diaper changed. Bob. Well, maybe we'll watch it after you get your diaper changed. Bob, he just wants to watch Bob the Builder. And I don't really let him watch anything when he's here, but he wants to watch Bob the Builder. I don't really watch Sesame Street. Sesame Street used to be good, but now Sesame Street is Rosita getting her vaccine and an an autistic character who wanders around with glitter. And kids don't know that's a puppet. You know, I mean, maybe somewhere. I don't know what a kid thinks, but I doubt that a kid knows that that's not a real person. That's not... Uh, a human being, that's not another child. That is a puppet with somebody's hand up their rear end, controlling the mouth and controlling the arms, with little sticks. Kids don't exactly understand that. So for a child, whether they're watching you know Sesame Street or the Muppets or whatever, you know, they have a hard time distinguishing reality from fantasy or fiction. Now, for that matter, a lot of adults have a hard time distinguishing reality from fantasy or fiction. You know, it's one thing if you want to dress up in a Star Trek uniform and go to, you know, a, a, a Star Trek con, you know, or you're interested in UFOs and aliens, you want to go to, like, an alien con. That's, that's different, but people that live their life as if it's a movie or if it's a video game, you know, the media can be as influencing on them as it is on children for the same reason, because they'll show you the pictures and the videos. Remember two years ago, all the people dropping dead in China and the mobile units coming to pick up the bodies. I mean, it was like the start of resident evil or something. And of course, a lot of young adults, they saw it like that. I would imagine. And then they, they wanted to, and I said this, you know, when it all began, I said, this is basically people playing pandemic. That's what it is. People are playing pandemic. They're living a real-life Resident Evil or Dawn of the Dead, and it's kind of fun. But see, the novelty of that wore off after a while. And, and, and people fell into, I think, one of two major camps. There are other camps, but they fell into one of two major camps. The first camp that they fell into were the people that believed that everything that was happening in the media was absolutely the truth. And it doesn't matter if the truth is obscured, if the truth is skewed, if it's stretched. They believed that was the truth. Oh my god, a thousand people died today of COVID. Of course it's real. That assessment doesn't logically make any sense. What do you mean a thousand people died today of COVID? A thousand people died today with COVID, and that's different than dying from COVID, just like with anything else. You can die with fingernails. It doesn't mean that you died because you had fingernails. You know, you could have been in a car wreck it wasn't that severe but the trauma of it you had a heart attack you didn't really die in the car wreck you died from a heart attack but how you word it obviously makes a major difference so people believe a thousand people die a day of course it's real how could you suggest it's not real and of course they only got that talking point from the same media that intentionally skewed people's questions about the official narrative when people were asking questions like Well, how come the CDC's website, and it still says this, that 95% now, it's been updated, 95% of the people that have died, 700-something thousand in the U.S., they had up to four additional diseases. They had heart disease, they had cancer, they were on chemotherapy, they had other things that they would have died from anyway. And 750,000 people dying in the last two years is not really a lot of people compared to the, f- the fact that even the official 1,000 people on average die a day of COVID numbers are, are still about half of, of the people that die of heart disease every day. It's about 1,600 people die of heart disease every day, preventable heart disease at that. There's no death tolls of that on the news. There's no, you know, Sesame Street characters running around saying, hey, look, I got a heart screening. I started eating vegetables. I started exercising. You know, I fixed my heart condition. There's none of that going on in the news. Rosita isn't worried about that. Rosita's got a Band-Aid on her arm because Rosita got a COVID-19 shot. And kids can't tell the difference between what is real and what is fantasy, what is real and what is fiction in the same way that adults can't tell. See, Rosita is a puppet. We know that. But what a lot of adults don't understand is that Don Lemon is also a puppet. Cuomo is also a puppet. All the talking heads on local and mainstream media in particular are puppets just like Rosita. They might not have somebody's hand literally up their back end. But figuratively speaking, somebody is controlling their movements. Controlling their mouth quite literally because of the teleprompter they're reading, the script that they're reading. The script that every single news outlet receives, left or right. And they regurgitate it and repeat it. And that's how news works. Rosita is a puppet, yes. Kids don't realize that. And people with an undeveloped emotional, undeveloped mental state, people that essentially have had their development arrested, a large portion of the general public, including, you know, from millennials up to boomers, they watch the news and they see those Don Lemons and Brian Stelzers as Rosita. They can't distinguish what is real and what is fake. And so when someone who's real comes along and tries to show them the discrepancy in the numbers and tries to show them the way that they have fraudulent testing and false positives and how tests don't work, when they show you, hey, these numbers are not that scary. In fact, uh, the death tolls that they claim are aren't accurate because nobody's dying of other diseases now. Everything's been lumped into the COVID category, which is why in Australia they've changed the definition of a COVID death to dying with as opposed to dying from, officially. And parents, adults, millennials, gen whatever, boomers, they they all look at it in the same way as they look at Rosita. Well, Rosita got her vaccine, so I want a vaccine. I need the vaccine. It's just a little more complicated, a little more complex than that. In the same way that you have the I would say infamous now, the infamous COVID vaccine propaganda for children where they tell children you'll get superhero powers if you get the vaccine. This is from Pfizer.
4: All of us want to be superheroes. And the most important heroes are those that help others. This year, thousands of kids like us around the world joined the COVID-19 vaccine trial. Kid power. And when they did, they became all superheroes. Ah. To all the kids who volunteered, we'd like to say, Thank Thank you! Thank you.
1: Thank you. Your superpowers. Superheroes. Of curse, try new
4: things.
1: And look at these kids. These kids didn't volunteer to be in a trial. Their parents put them in a trial, like placing them on the altar to the god Moloch. This is evil. Plain and simple. I'm Ryan Gable, your host. This is the Secret Teachings www.thesecretteachings.info. Stay with us. There's a lot more after this. Attention. You are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is The Secret Teachings Radio on the Fringe FM.
2: If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hear more while supporting the show, visit the website thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to our show archive. As a yearly subscriber, you can download and stream every show after it airs, and get access to the digital versions of each one of Ryan's books. The show offers weekly and monthly subscriptions, or, for $50 a year, get access to the archive, montages, and
1: is alex Exum, and you're listening to the fringe fm hey there it's ryan gable of the secret teachings radio after years and years of research i compiled most of the important components of what i learned into three books food philosophy the technological elixir and occult arcana and by happenstance those books turned into a trilogy that can be but doesn't need to be read in order food philosophy explores the nature of what it means to be healthy, while examining the ways in which the public is deceived about their food and water. It also explores disease theories and why astronomical events like comets may be more responsible for illnesses than pathogens. It concludes with a look at geoengineering. The technological elixir picks up where the food book leaves off. It explores technology with its benefits and dangers, looking at smart tech, the Internet of Things, advanced robotics, and quantum computers. The text takes us to the mark of the beast, magic, and the music industry focusing heavily on material death cults and pacts with the devil, and of course, black goo. It concludes with an analysis of UFO cults and an otherworldly or dimensional presence influencing mankind through technology. Occult Arcana is truly stand-alone as an encyclopedia of occult knowledge, covering theology, science, and mythology, symbolism, ritualism, and magic, voodoo, witchcraft, talismans, nursery rhymes, alchemy, and more. Occult Arcana ties it all together. All three books are available in digital form and they are autographed if you'd like in paperback. Just visit thesecretteachings.info where you can read reviews and buy yourself a copy or two today. Whether for yourself, family, or friends, they make a wonderful gift for the holidays, something that we explore in detail in the Occult Arcana book. Again, I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings Radio. Food philosophy, the technological elixir, and Occult Arcana are my books. I hope you get a copy and support the show today.
2: And so are we. KTLK. Digital Broadcasting. The Fringe FM. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email Ryan at
0: rdgable at yahoo. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with your host, Ryan Gable. Getting ready to fight
4: COVID. <laughs> Want to be superheroes, and the most important heroes are those that help others. This year, thousands of kids like us around the world joined the COVID 19 vaccine trial. Kid power! And when they did, they became all superheroes. Ah! To all the kids who volunteered, we'd like to say, Thank you for sharing your superpowers of Courage Trying new things The ability to save people The power to help people Helping not just um, yourself, but many other kids To not be scared Be strong Super brave Bravery and courage A superhero shot Helping everybody Fight coronavirus and help others You're helping the whole entire world Thank you You are all superheroes.
1: So this is the Pfizer superhero propaganda for children. Thank you. You're awesome. And what's interesting about this, as far as I'm concerned, is you look over on CNN, and CNN has been promoting Sesame Street. And one of the characters on Sesame Street, Rosita, got a vaccine for COVID-19. And when I look at that picture of this puppet, And that's what it is. It's a puppet with a Band-Aid on its arm as if it's a real thing, as if they injected mRNA into this puppet. I see pure darkness and evil. It has nothing to do with COVID-19 vaccines. It has nothing to do with mRNA technology. It has nothing to do with politics. But going to this level to convince children that this vaccine will give them superpowers, to convince children that since a puppet on Sesame Street got the vaccine, you should get a vaccine just like that puppet. See, kids can't differentiate most of the time between what is real and what is fictitious. Kids depending on their age, usually don't even understand what lying is. They might come about it by mistake, by accident, or by witnessing other people lie. They don't understand complex methods of psychological manipulation and torture. They don't understand that this is a puppet. They don't understand that real courage is not doing what everybody else is doing. Real courage is standing in opposition to what everybody else is doing and asking, why are you all doing this without asking questions? Why are you not thinking critically? Real courage, real bravery. A real superhero doesn't just do what everybody else does. That doesn't make you a superhero. And likewise, you're not a superhero for choosing not to get a vaccine. This is the child version of everything that you see in TV and movies today. Everything you see in TV and movies is all about the superhero. Grown adults walking around like Batman is real. Grown adults walking around like Superman is a real thing. Grown adults walking around like DC and Marvel are real universes. Grown adults walking around with plush dolls and action figures. Hey, if that's your thing, that's cool with me. I'd rather have books. And I don't mind having a little little crystal skull on my desk or a little statue of the Flatwoods monster. That's my thing. You might think that's weird if you have a, a Batman action figure. But I hope that you realize that stuff's not real. And I think most of you realize that. I know a lot of people listen to this show, they love comics. And you love superheroes. I mean, hell, I love Batman as my favorite superhero. Some people might argue he's not a superhero. I like the psychology of Batman. I like the Joker. I like the Riddler. I like the Batman universe, the Batman world. But I also know, at the end of the day, Batman's not real. Kids don't know that Rosita is not real. And if they do understand that Rosita is not real, the psychological components of watching a puppet on TV, a kid's show, get a vaccine, everything's great, What does that do to that child's brain? Not only that, but they've got this puppet quarantined and locked down inside of a bedroom. What do you think that does to a child? Not being able to see their mother or their father or their grandma or their grandpa's face because they've covered it with a piece of cloth like a bank robber. What do you think that does to a child? But beyond that, what do you think that does to an adult? Because adults who think superheroes are real are no different than the children who think puppets are real. In fact, looking at Rosita get a vaccine from the eyes of a child isn't much different than a parent of that child or an adult. They could be a Gen X. They could be a Gen Z. They could be a millennial. They could be a boomer. Watching the news Watching Don Lemon or Cuomo or Brian Stelzer or that Mandrake person from Dexter's Laboratory on MSNBC watch or Fox News, whoever the talking morons are on Fox News, maybe with the exception of Tucker Carlson, watching that stuff and then thinking that's as real as this puppet is. That's what disturbs me. That's what irks me. Because adults have the same trouble differentiating between what is real and what is fictitious. What is real and what is fantasy? I missed a couple of shows this week because I was out of town. My fiance and I, we went down to a wedding for one of her cousins. And we stayed in a hotel in North Carolina. We stayed in another hotel in West Virginia. And when I'm in a hotel, I like to get some food. I like to watch you know, the news and just flip through the channels. Usually Ancient Aliens is on or something, so I'll watch that. Um, Whatever so on. Harry Potter was on. Uh, this, this time I was flipping through channels. Um, I I ended up watching like a cartoon kids movie, but you know, I went through some of the local news stations and it's, they're repeating the same thing from North Carolina to West Virginia. It's just literally the same thing. It's the same thing in the news here in New York because they get a script literally that that's not hyperbole. They literally get a script on what to say. And in some cases how to say, it. I mean, they taught us that in film school. When I went to film school, we took a a high-definition production class and we had to write news. And and, and hell, when I was in film school, I've told this story only a few times. When I was in film school, we had to write a short news segment. And then we would get up in front of the cameras and we would do like a presentation. One person would do weather and we would do a a high-def production of what it would be like to work in a newsroom. We all had to work the board and we broke up into groups, so we would kind of rotate around the different positions. And I chose to write some of the stories. And, and this is film school. This is a school. This wasn't broadcast. This was a school. And I'm like 19 years old, 20 years old. And I had just started reading. Um, I had read Von Daniken. I had read Sitchin. I had read David Icke. I had read some, some of Jim Mars at the time. I had started to get into to reading that kind of thing. I was really interested in UFOs and aliens. And I remember writing, same thing happened to me in high school, actually. I wrote a story in high school about how cell phones listen to what you're saying. And the only way to stop that is taking the battery out. I flunked that assignment. This was like 11th grade, 12th grade English. I flunked that assignment. I remember my teacher's name, Miss Mary. Miss Mary flunked me on that assignment because she said that's impossible. I read that in a news article after having seen it and been intrigued by it. And I was, I was into sports at the time. Just watching it on a TV as I passed through the living room one day at home, I saw it was a CNN story about cell phones tracking you. My teacher, Miss Mary, flunked me on that assignment because she didn't believe it. And when I was in film school, same thing. I had to write that little script. Very, very short, you know, double space, like, like two paragraphs, okay? So it's very short. And I wrote something about nanobots and the response I got from classmates, 19, 20, 21 year old kids. Same exact thing. Oh, my God. There's Ryan again writing about nanobots and nanobots. that stuff doesn't exist. And it's like. Nobody ever said nanobots don't exist. I don't know what you're talking about. And and they did not they they did not let me they did not let me submit that little paragraph on nanobots because it offended people so much. And I was baffled by that. I'm like 19 years old. I had never been through that kind of thing before. And all I did was write a, it was from a news story. It was like from mainline news, like CNBC or something. I don't exactly remember the source, but, and I wrote this in the, no, 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 that's too controversial. Why don't you write about what the, what the Orlando magic are doing? And it's like, I like sports. Sure. But I, I, I thought this nanobot story was a little bit more interesting. Don't you? I mean, that's a little more interesting than sports. Sports is the same thing. The the cars go around the track. The seven-foot people put a ball in a hoop. Maybe there's a five-foot-eleven guy running around. You've got, you know, a bunch of guys on uh, hockey skates, and they're throwing a rubber puck into a net. To this day, I love hockey. Hockey is my favorite sport. Basketball always has a special place in my heart because I played basketball I really probably could have gone to college to play if I if I put myself into it, but I didn't. And I'm okay with that. And I look at sports and it's all pretty much the same. When you look at the real world though, sports isn't the real world. If you can get a scholarship playing sports, if you're playing professional sports, great. There's why is there anything wrong with that? There isn't. But that is the same fictional reality as Rosita on Sesame Street getting a vaccine. It's the same fictional reality of Don Lemon or Cuomo or Mandrake or whatever the person's name is talking about those vaccines every night on the news or or all those fake comedy shows like Trevor Noah where it's not really comedy. It's, it's veiled propaganda, state propaganda under the guise of comedy. It's all the same fictional reality. And all those news outlets – Going back to my story, get a script, and they even told us that the scripts come in from up top. You get the script, and then you distribute it, and and the news director picks out of those stories which one is the most in, in, important based on how you know whatever corporate says basically, and then they have to pick an order to put those stories in, and it aligns with all the other local news stations. So none of these. Mainstream news reports, local news reports, none of it is original. It's all a script with the exception of, you know, Grandma Ethel making jam at the farmer's market or a chihuahua who lost its leg. And some, you know, some dog woman, uh, you know, took the chihuahua in or some bird guy who's taking care of a bird, you know, that that lost its eye in in a in a in a in a in a I don't know, in a tree or something you know or a cock rescued from a cockfight and you know Gerald is taking care of the cock it's it's just like little tiny pieces that you sprinkle in that are real what's happening in the community but it's not reality otherwise and i feel like i shouldn't have to say that because it's so elementary but that's also why it needs to be said. Because it's so elementary. And we've become so disconnected. Even from those elementary things. Due to the fact that. And I feel it. Probably as much as you do. The hysteria. The the, the distress. The pain. The the, the the emotional and physical. I don't know what to do. I have talked to probably close to half a dozen people who are close to me. And uh, all relating to what is in the news every night, these people have all told me that they're on the brink of, of suicide. And I mean, that's something I think about often myself. And one of the main reasons that these people have expressed this, this to me and I'm not a stranger to expressing it either, is because they're not allowed to leave their house. They're in, one One of my friends lives in a place where they cannot leave their house and go outside of a certain area of mileage. They live in a place where they are essentially not even a second-class citizen because they have refused to take what I'll call an expansive vaccine because you have to get boosters to be considered fully vaccinated. You could have gotten three shots, but if you don't take that booster, you now become a second-class citizen again. And just the suffering. Now, that's real suffering. That's real segregation. That's real discrimination. That's real harassment. That's real. That's reality. Going to the store and seeing somebody perfectly healthy and being scared of them That's not real. That is manufactured. It doesn't matter if the vaccines are safe and effective. It doesn't matter if the whole narrative is true. Where does that idea come from that healthy people are sick? It comes from the same corrupted, twisted ideology where you get the idea that carbon dioxide is bad and therefore people that exhale it are bad. All humans are bad. Babies are bad. Cars are bad. Infrastructure is bad. Homes are bad. Just an excuse to get you to stop driving, to stop traveling, stop flying, stop trying to build your own life, stop trying to make your house look nice. See, to save the world, you need to live in a commune. To save the world, you need to not have a family. To save the world, we can't have this this love thing. We can't have this freedom thing. You know, what, what did Arnold say? Screw
0: your freedom.
1: We can't have any of that. We need blind allegiance, blind compliance. Oh, and you've seen what blind allegiance and blind compliance give you throughout history. And the particular brand that they're selling you right now, it gets you about 100 million people dead from starvation and having their skulls smashed. Just in the 20th century alone. It gives you wrecked economies. It gives you crumbling infrastructure. It gives you people eating their pets. It gives you people that are willing to sell their children to make a few dollars on the black market. It gives you people that are willing to turn in their family and their friends and their neighbors. And you've seen some of that in your own community. I'm sure people have been friends forever. Now they don't talk to each other because one can't breathe in a mask and the other one thinks that you should wear five. I have a friend and she's had a friend for she's old, much older than me. Not much older, but she's 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 got about a decade on me. Um, and she's had a friend for 10, 15 years, a couple friends actually, but one in particular won't talk to her anymore because she wasn't wearing her mask properly. You know, I know that people don't want to hear about it Oh, It's another COVID show, but this is what people have been asking you people. You've been emailing me, asking me to what's my take on things. This is my take on things. Kids can't differentiate between Rosita and a real human being. They don't know Rosita's a puppet, and if they do, the psychological persuasion and coercion still functions the same in the brain. Oh, this fun puppet, it's fine. Parents are the same way. Adults are the same way. They can't differentiate between fact and fiction. They don't know that Don Lemon or Brian Stelter—that those are the Rositas of the adults. They don't know. They can't figure it out. As of November 7th, I'm sure you've seen this. The United States has lifted restrictions on vaccinated foreign travelers. That began this Monday. I'm kind of glad I missed two shows this week because it gave me some time to prepare all of this and put it into one show. The United States has lifted restrictions on foreign travelers who are fully vaccinated against COVID. It doesn't matter if you can still get COVID. It doesn't matter if you can still transmit COVID. It doesn't matter If the vaccine proves to be pretty much worthless and in countries like Israel and others where they have the highest vaccination rates, they also have the highest rate of COVID. That's a fact. But I'm sure there's there's some derogatory term that you could call me because that's a fact. You're an anti-science person or an anti-vax or whatever. The U.S. has lifted restrictions on those people who have their vaccines starting this week. And airlines are excited because Delta Airlines saw their bookings shoot up 450%. You know, I wonder if, remember when this whole thing started and people said, does Corona beer have coronavirus in it? And there are people literally typing that. I can't imagine. What what does the house or the apartment of the person look like who's literally getting onto their computer and being like, does Corona beer have coronavirus? Getting in their fridge, getting out of Corona, looking at it. Hmm. I don't see the ingredients on this. I want, Let me call the company. Let me see. If, does this have coronavirus in it? Has anybody thought that about Delta Airlines? What if Delta Airlines is transmitting the Delta variant? <gasps> oh, my God. would matter because their bookings went up 450%. United Airlines is planning on bringing 30,000 travelers into the United States this week who otherwise were unable to come back into the country, according to this news report. From ABC. November 8th. This was on. Monday. U.S. opens its border to fully vaccinated visitors from Mexico, Canada and 31 other countries. If you're illegal, you can run across the border. It's cool. Joe Biden wants to pay you to run across the border. I told my friend in Canada. She said she's restricted. She's locked down. She feels depressed. She can't do anything. She can't really talk to her friends. She's been excommunicated. Her mom died from the vaccine. Perfectly fine. Got a vaccine. Huge tumors. Dead. She's on the verge of breaking. My friend in Canada can't come to the United States without a vaccine. And I told her, I said, well, why don't you just run across the border illegally? Put a Joe Biden shirt on. Run across the border. They'll pick you up. They'll take you to any city you want to go to. They'll give you cash. You're, you're home free. U.S. opens its border to fully vaccinated visitors from Mexico, Canada, and 31 other countries. Travel restrictions have been lifted only if you're fully vaccinated. That means you have to comply with booster shots. Booster shots. Booster shots. Every time they roll one out, booster shots. Silly you. You thought being double jabbed meant that you had access to, to anything and everything, you are a good person. Well, only if you continue to get jabbed. It's not hyperbole to say that you'll have to have five more shots next year, five more shots the next year. Bill Gates and Melinda Gates weren't messing around when they said, you're going to have to have a shot every, pretty much every quarter, several times a year. Melinda Gates wasn't messing around when she said black people need more shots. They're going to give them to you. Or you become a second-class citizen. You become less than a second-class citizen. You become that homeless person on the side of the street that the rich people step over to go into the fancy restaurant. That's what you become. You become a drag on society. This is how you separate, segregate, discriminate, etc. Separate, segregate, discriminate. That's what it is. Separate, segregate, discriminate. That's all that it is. It has nothing. Zero to do with health. This is medical dictatorship. Now, the thing about it is, here in the United States, we have a little bit of a different system. We have a system in the United States where the process can be slow, but we have a separation of powers in the United States. And I don't care what you think about vaccines or masks, et cetera. Forget about all of that. The fact is, not everybody in this country wants to live the same way. Now, you live in a country where it's one size fits all. It doesn't matter how you want to live your life. You have to live how the majority in a democracy want to live. The beauty of the U.S. Republic is we don't have to live that way. We have 50 states that all have their own governors. We have our own legislatures in those states. And so long as something doesn't violate federal law, which has to be based on the Constitution, we can do pretty much whatever the hell it is what we want to do to build a better future for ourselves and our families, etc. That's the benefit of the United States. So when you see people like Fauci saying, this isn't about freedom, get rid of your freedom, and the Terminators on TV, screw your freedom. I will terminate it. You have to think. Think real hard about it. Are these people serious? You're going to say that with a straight face? Do you know what that means? Do you know what that implies? Screw your freedom. This isn't about freedom. This is about safety and health. Thousands of people are dying every day from preventable diseases. If you were really worried about health, you'd probably try to fix that. This is about restricting travel, restricting speech, restricting your right to defend yourself restricting your access to your own community, making you a prisoner in your own home. This is 21st century psychological and physical warfare. and You better get used to it, and you better stand up against it. Luckily, we have a court system in the United States that's already done that, and we'll tell you more about that when we come back. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Stay with us. People ask me every day what they can do to take control of their life in the face of an onslaught of misleading information and outright lies. I always tell them to take control of what they put in their body, including clean water. I have personally used a Pro 1 water filter long before the company became Pro 1, and after a few years I decided to get an affiliate program set up for the show. Here's how it works. Visit our website at www.thesecretteachings.info and click on the Pro 1 water filter link on the slider bar at the top of the page. Whatever you purchase on their website, we get a small percentage. It's an honest and official way to support the secret teachings and yourself they've got water filters for the kitchen dorm room and even shower heads so things like chlorine don't become vaporized in the hot shower and inhaled they make a great gift for yourself your family or your friends and especially a great gift around the holy days just visit www.thesecretteachings.info click on the banner support pro one and support the secret teachings five nights a week on the fringe fm
3: They all say the same thing. They're all like, you know, over the last four years, everything good that happened was because of us. And we would have done more good stuff if it wasn't for those guys. And then the Democrats go, oh, we did all the good stuff. It's
0: like you're all working for the same guy.
2: Want more of The Fringe? Check out
0: thefringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows. Also, don't forget to check out The Fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the paranormal radio app and talk stream live
2: where the normal and paranormal collide it's the fringe fm are you intrigued by paranormal talk radio you'll love the new paranormal radio app from talk stream live you'll find a great selection of talk shows covering ufos ghosts strange phenomena and much more Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in paranormal talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store.
3: This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash Teachings.
4: of Caravan to Midnight, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings.
2: Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. I'm Clyde Lewis from Ground Zero
3: Radio, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable.
2: Hi, it's David Childress from Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Gentlemen, thank you so much for the great work that you guys are doing. Hi, everyone. This is Mark Passio from whatonearthishappening.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable.
1: Welcome back to the Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you for tuning in this evening, this afternoon, this morning, whenever and wherever you're listening around the world. We are broadcasting on the Fringe FM, as we do Monday through Friday, exclusively on the Fringe FM. We also do a special one-hour show on Aftermath.fm, Saturday mornings at 9 a.m., Pacific time, that's 9 a.m. Pacific time. If you'd like to find all of our past shows, you can go to the website, www.thesecretteachings.info, and subscribe to the archive there. You can subscribe for one week at $5. A lot of people do that just to support the show. Subscribe for one month at $10, or subscribe for a whole year at $50. And you get access to all the shows, all the montages, and all my digital books, plus... You'll get a physical copy, a free physical copy with free shipping in the United States, and we do ship around the world, of one of my books when you subscribe for one year. Those are the best ways to support us, but you can also grab a Pro 1 water filter, which are now discounted for the holiday season, 25% off. Just visit our website, click on the Pro 1 water filter sale link at the top of the page. doesn't cost you anything to do that, but it uses that link. So if you buy something, we get a percentage of that, It's 25% off right now. You can also check out our Patreon page. I'd like to really build that up. Patreon, The Secret Teachings, there's a link on our website directly to that Patreon page. And if you'd like to contact the show, rdgable at yahoo.com. That's rdgable at yahoo.com. A Sesame Street character named Rosita got a vaccine for COVID-19, and you know, kids really can't differentiate between what is real and what is fiction. Likewise, adults can't differentiate between what is real and what is fiction. That's why you see adults running around like they're in a comic book. That's why you see adults going to see all these superhero movies. People want to be empowered. They want to feel empowered. But I think a lot of this stuff just gives you a false sense, a, a faux sense of empowerment. It's not real. You know, a lot of kids might know that Rosita is not real, but some kids don't. A lot of adults that like comics, I like Batman. It, it doesn't doesn't mean that I think Batman's real. Like, yeah, uh, Adam West is real, Christian Bale is real, but they're actors. They're 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 human beings. The puppet is real, but it's not a living organism. It's not a real thing. Superheroes are not real things. You can make a parallel. Connection between the two. But even then, you use words like courage and bravery. Courage and bravery means standing against that which is oppressive. Not going with the flow because it's easy. The Pfizer video for children that I played for you earlier tells children they're going to get superpowers if they take a vaccine. And it says that these kids chose because they're brave and courageous to be in a vaccine trial. I can tell you this. If a kid chose to be in a vaccine trial, that kid has no parental guidance whatsoever. Kids choose to do a lot of things. They can be easily persuaded. Telling them they'll become a superhero probably makes it a little bit easier to persuade them. They don't know any better. They don't know about scams. They don't know about psychological manipulation. They don't know about talking points from Yale University and clinicaltrials.gov or the American Medical Association. They don't know about the talking points on the news. They don't know that every local news station gets the same script, the same talking points, whether they're West Coast, East Coast, North or South. They don't know that. Instead, this is what children hear. This is what children see. This is also probably what parents think. Parents like superheroes. Hey, my kid will be a superhero. That's fun. And this is what the parents and the kids get to listen to.
4: Getting ready to fight COVID. All of us want to be superheroes.
1: This makes me and want to
4: most cry. Superheroes are those that help others. This year, thousands of kids like us around the world joined the COVID 19 vaccine trial. Kid power. And when they did, they became all superheroes. Ah!
1: And it's like, you know, when you have kids that are being used this way, by Pfizer, or by any corporation or any entity. I hope that you realize, and if you do, I hope that you can help other people to realize, these children are pawns. If you think children should be protected because they're innocent, they shouldn't be in a Pfizer commercial telling other kids you'll be a superhero if you take this vaccine. Kids are sponges. They absorb what's around them. They know only what they're told to know until they develop a sense of their own being. They might know what they like to eat. They might know what they like to, to watch. But how many times do we let a kid make that decision anyway? A kid might want to eat a bag of chips and watch TV all day. Do most parents let them? Well, a lot do. But real parents restrict their kids' access to junk food and restrict their kids' access to junk on television. And the internet for that matter. That's what a real parent does. That's what a real guardian does. That's what a real human being does. A real human being. A person who's strong. Not a weak pathetic worm. Who can't deal with reality. Look at these kids. In this video. They'll become superheroes. Do you understand how evil that is? They're using these kids as a shield. You know, the same kind of ideology, the same kind of mindset that will do this to children is the same kind of mindset that dresses in all black, goes downtown, yells at people for being racist or sexist or whatever. And then pushes old women in wheelchairs in front of peaceful protests and then claims that that old woman was attacked. You could say that I don't like conflict. I don't like to argue. You don't have to like any of that stuff. I don't like it either. I don't like conflict. But I see kids being used as pawns. That's wrong. I see kids being used as shields to deflect criticism. Legitimate questions, etc. That's wrong. That's evil. And the parents that put their kids in these trials, they are offering their children up as a sacrifice. The 21st century has not brought us a world in which Offering the innocent up for sacrifice on the altar of anything. The the altar of Malik as an offering. The altar of political correctness and social justice. The altar of whatever. Those children are being offered up on an altar. They might not be burned alive. But look at these kids in this video. They're children. They're children. It's like Mark Ruffalo in uh, Spotlight. One of my favorite scenes is when he's sitting there at the Boston Globe, and they're all talking. I think it's what it's like Michael Keaton and some other, some other actors. They're, they're all talking about when to release the story about the priests, about the 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 members of the church raping kids. And, and they want to hold it. They want to make the story, you know, and they're arguing and debating over when they should release it, you know, what, what would be the best time because the church could bury it if they don't have enough information, you and, and, Mar- and Ruffalo, you know, his character is like, they knew. They knew the children were being raped. They knew the children were being abused, and they did nothing to stop it. They're children. Be a little human. Be a little real. These are children that are being used and exploited to sell you something that even if it's good, even if it's safe and effective and efficient, Children should not be used like this. Yeah, I'm angry. Yeah, I'm pissed. Because kids are being used as a shield. Kids are being offered up on an altar to evil. You don't use children to do this kind of thing. You don't take Sesame Street characters and give them a vaccine. I don't care if it does give you superpowers. You don't use children like this. If you're a parent, you understand. If you're not a parent and you're a human, you understand. I always hated when people would say that when you're a parent, you'll understand. I didn't need to be a parent to understand you don't use kids like this. This is child abuse. This is torture. This is conditioning a generation of children to think that it's a superpower that they'll get from taking an experimental shot or a pill. To think that they'll get some kind of magical powers. And adults think of the same thing. You know that, right? Adults think, if I get it, if I do what I'm told, I won't get superpowers. I'll get to go to the grocery store. I'll get to go to the concert. I'll get to go on a date from Bumble or Tinder. I'll get to hook up with random people. People will like me. I want to be liked. You understand what's at the core of that? Everybody wants to be liked. For the most part, everybody wants Companionship. Everybody wants to, to go out and have fun. Everybody wants to be a part of a community. You understand that's part of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You understand that Pfizer and big corporations and big banks and politicians and globalists and elitists and eugenists, you understand that they take advantage of that. They understand you want to be friends with other people. They understand you want relationships. They understand you want a family. They, they understand that you want to be part of a community. They understand all that and they hijack it so that they can use it to their benefit. You want to be part of the family? You want to be part of the community? Do what we tell you to do. And when somebody does that to you, I don't care if it's for a vaccine or it's for a Snickers bar. That person needs to be immediately rejected. Everything that person says needs to be immediately rejected. That's why, even if I ate processed candy, I would never buy a Reese's Cup. You look at those commercials, It's no different than these kids in superhero outfits. All of it. Kashi cereal. I eat a pretty healthy diet. I eat almost exclusively plants. I'll have a chip once in a while. But I wouldn't eat Kashi cereal because Kashi lies. Because Kashi Kashi has openly and been caught lying to their customers, lying to the public, defrauding their customers, and they just keep getting to go on making cereal. With moms in yoga pants running through the Amazon with a bar of a bar of Kashi or a bowl of Kashi. They get to keep on lying. I'm not going to support that. Johnson & Johnson just was in the news. Johnson & Johnson. Remember Johnson & Johnson? Lawsuits, like thousands, tens of thousands of lawsuits against Johnson & Johnson. Well, apparently a judge has ruled to halt Johnson & Johnson's talk lawsuits. And they're claiming that they're halting them because they don't think that the, the, the damage that was done you know, equals to the, the, the hundreds of millions of dollars, 465, I think was the exact number, that Johnson & Johnson is going to have to pay out. Now this is something for another show, but do you think that judge halted that case because they felt that there wasn't That wasn't the right kind of remedy. I mean, ultimately, it's not the right kind of remedy. In a a, a lawless society, we would take the people from Johnson & Johnson, we would skin them alive, and then we would hang them or put their bodies in acid for the pain and suffering they put millions of people through, knowing that that stuff gave women ovarian cancer. The women that couldn't have children, the women that had spontaneous abortions, the women that got sick from the talc powder, and the men, too. I love how you can just use children as shields. You can offer them up on an altar for sacrifice. You can just give women cancer. You can torture people, abuse people. You can tell people every night, thousands of people are dying. Make up numbers, lie, deceive, defraud people, scam people, rip people off. And there's no consequence to it. Sometimes there is consequence to it. You just don't hear about that consequence. And if you do hear about it, you hear about a distorted version of it. That's probably even sicker. So while this week the United States has lifted all those restrictions on vaccines uh, uh, for the vaccinated, for traveling, for foreign travelers, and opened the border to uh, fully vaccinated people from Mexico, Canada, and other countries, other things have have been going on. November 5th, Novavax is about to complete, according to CNN, a data submission to the FDA by the end of the year for authorization of its coronavirus vaccine. This vaccine uses small laboratory-made pieces of the virus to stimulate immunity, an approach some people may be more familiar or comfortable with. That's what the article says. They use laboratory-made pieces of the virus, so it is possible to make it in a laboratory. And I guess because they made it in a laboratory, I'm supposed to feel more familiar and comfortable with it. I am very familiar with it. They did something like that at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. It's in the EcoAlliance uh, NIH papers. I have copies of them. They're making literally they're making the, the virus in a lab and then they're putting it into the vaccine like a traditional vaccine. And then they're saying people should be more comfortable with this. Thanks, Novavax. Well, Novavax says that Pfizer says on November 5th, the same day, we've got a pill that can cut hospitalization and death by 90 percent. Funny, because if you don't take the pill, you have a 99 percent chance of not dying. So you actually have a worse chance if you take the pill than if you don't take the pill. But they promote it as, oh, my God. Headline Associated Press Pfizer says COVID-19 pill cut hospitalization death risk by 90 percent. Really? Because you have a 99 percent chance of surviving if you don't take a pill. If you don't take treatment, and the same goes for ivermectin and all the other things, I don't buy it. And I think ivermectin might work because, just like a lot of a lot of other people that that might not be sick, you know, if you t- you took you took a horse dewormer. First of all, this drug has been used for a long time. Second of all, the guy that invented it got like a, got some like big science prize. I think got a Nobel Science Prize or something for it. And third of all. A lot of people might feel better because they've got intestinal parasites. They've got bodily parasites. That's probably why you feel better. But you have a higher chance of surviving if you don't take the pill, if you don't take the vac, They never talk about that. The The percentage of the people that survive without doing anything, 99%. I've read statistics where if you've got cancer, you've got a higher chance of surviving cancer if you just forget about it, take a vacation, go to the beach, than if you do if you were to take chemotherapy and radiation much higher percentage of, of surviving. And, you know, that is, of course, depending on what the cancer is. Pfizer's drug, by the way, is part of a, a decades-old antiviral drug known as protease inhibitors, which revolutionized the treatment of HIV and hepatitis C. I wonder if Fauci has any influence in that, considering his AIDS involvement. But here's the good news. Here's something they never tell you. Here's something that they don't want to tell you. Here's something that nobody wants to tell you because it's probably just a little bit too confusing. Did you know that on Friday of last week, a judge in Florida dismissed the challenges to Governor Ron DeSantis's mask mandate ban in schools? State officials and educators have been battling with the governor because they want school districts to have the mask mandate. The governor says you can wear a mask, you just can't mandate it. You can't force other people to do it, but if you want to wear it, you can wear it. The media doesn't tell you that though. The media says Ron DeSantis wants to kill people. Ron DeSantis wants to make kids sick. That's not what Ron DeSantis said. That's not what he did. Ron DeSantis is probably one of the one of the wisest governors you know that the United States, any state has had for, for for decades. One of the wisest. One of, the, one of the most liberty-minded. The media says he wants kids to, to get sick. That's not what he said. What he said and what he did was you he banned mandates. You can still wear it if you want. He didn't ban you wearing it. He didn't say you can't wear a mask in school. They banned school districts from forcing kids to wear them. And the judge tossed out the case because he said this is within the governor's Legal authority to do. He can prevent other people from forcing you to do something against their will. Of course, the governor can do that. And that's all the mask mandate is it's forcing people to do something against their will, period. They don't want to wear it, but you can still wear it if you want to. Here's something else they probably won't tell you. November 8th. This is a biggie. This is a big one. A U.S. federal appeals court froze. The Biden vaccine rule by a vaccine mandate for companies. A U.S. federal appeals court issued a stay over the weekend on Saturday that froze the Biden administration's efforts to require workers at U.S. companies with at least 100 employees be vaccinated against COVID-19 or be tested weekly. The court cited, quote, grave statutory and constitutional, end quote, issues with the rule. Now, of course, the media has to tell you, well, the ruling from the court comes from numerous Republican-led states. It's all Republican. I saw another story, why red states are dying at a higher rate than blue states. It's like, what? I thought this wasn't political. What we do know is that the rule from the United States Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit cited grave statutory and constitutional issues, so they froze the order on Saturday. They froze the order over the weekend. Not many people probably told you that, but they they, they did it. They did it. Um, so, in response, solicitor of labor, Seema Nanda, said the labor department was, quote, confident in its legal authority. The Occupational Safety and Health Act explicitly gives OSHA the authority to act quickly in an emergency where the agency finds that workers are subjected to a grave danger and a new standard is necessary to protect them. We are fully prepared to defend this standard in court. End quote. A grave danger. So I guess they're going to be able to prove in court that people who are unvaccinated pose a grave danger to other people. When if you get the vaccine, you can still get the so-called disease, you can still transmit the so-called disease. I know the response to that. You don't even have to say it. Well, it cuts your chances of hospitalization and sickness in half. Well, great, it cuts my chances. So that's an individual decision then. But they have to prove that it would subject others to grave danger. So they gave the Biden administration until Monday this week at 5 p.m. to respond. And the Biden administration responded. You know, a lot of people didn't put that together like, oh, why did the Biden administration say the stuff they did this week on on, on Monday and Tuesday? Why? Well, because they had to when the court ruled that the, the mandate was stayed, meaning that they, they halted it. So what happened? Well, federal lawyers said that the vaccine rule should just remain while the case plays out in court because that's not, you know, The whole the whole the 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 opposite of what if the court said, it's halted to determine what's going to happen next. Federal lawyers stand up seriously and say, well, let's just keep it going and then we'll see what the court decides. Now, the court stopped it so they could decide if it was legal or not. Who are these legal hacks? Who are these lawyers? This 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 scum? With how do you have a JD? How do you have a, How did you pass the bar exam? You just the people are just, these people are so sick and so disgusting, just trash, filth. Imagine that Lawyers stood up and said, "Well, when a court normally says that they're staying the order, that means we have to wait to see what the court decides. But in this case, it's a grave danger and an emergency, so we should just override the courts. We don't have authority to do that, but let's override the courts and just keep doing it till the court makes a decision." By that logic, the court could say, we are completely getting rid of the mandate. It's illegal. You can't do it. And the lawyers would still say, well, just do it anyway. And in fact, that's not hyperbole. The White House literally said that on Monday. The White House literally said that on Monday. White House Deputy Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre told reporters, people should not wait. They should continue to move forward and make sure they're getting their workplace vaccinated. Now, of course, there's nothing illegal about that statement. They didn't say because of the mandate. But the court said, a federal court said, we're staying the order. We need to see if this is legal. They're they're halting it. You have till Monday to respond. The White House's response was, just go ahead and keep doing it. The press secretary, deputy press secretary, and the lawyers, they just keep doing it, and then we'll decide later if if it's, we'll see what the court says later. No, they, they stayed the order. That means you stop it, and then they decide if it's legal. That's how it works. I don't have a JD, but I know that. The, the, the audacity. You have Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, South Carolina, Utah, and other states that requested this pause. And for some reason, it's made political. They're like, oh, Republicans, 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 Republicans. Rep-. What does that have to do with anything? I ain't a Republican. Ain't no way in hell I'd consider myself a Republican. But you're pushing a lot of moderates and a lot of liberals even to be a Republican. Because you can sit there all day and tell us about how much you care about free speech. and you, Oh, my God, I care about you know people. I care about this group and that group. But at the end of the day, you want to segregate people. You want to discriminate against people. You want to separate people. You want to decimate people, families, communities, businesses. You want to give it all that. Why? Well, because the same way that the news locally gets their talking points from the bigger corporate news outlets, they're all connected. They verbatim read back the script, read the teleprompter. It's the same exact thing. In politics, the people on the low levels are just getting their talking points from big business, big corporations, big banks, the U.N., the World Economic Forum. That's why it's all the same thing. They're talking about the same thing from climate change to race to gender equality. It's all the same thing because they're reading a script. But federal courts have stepped in once again and said you can't do this. Even liberal judges have said that. Doesn't matter. Media won't tell you. I will. I'll tell you more when we come back. Stay with us. I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings, bringing you health, history, symbolism, and, of course, black goo, right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Release the clock!
3: All three books can be purchased on the website at thesecretteachings.info, where you can read reviews from other authors and radio hosts around the world. Just visit thesecretteachings.info.
2: The truth is out there, and so are we. KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.
1: People ask me every day what they can do to take control of their life in the face of an onslaught of misleading information and outright lies. I always tell them to take control of what they put in their body, including clean water. I personally used a Pro One water filter long before the company became Pro One. And after a few years, I decided to get an affiliate program set up for the show. Here's how it works. Visit our website at www.thesecretteachings.info and click on the Pro One water filter link on the slider bar at the top of the page. Whatever you purchase on their website, we get a small percentage. It's an honest and beneficial official way to support the secret teachings and yourself they've got water filters for the kitchen dorm room and even shower heads so things like chlorine don't become vaporized in a hot shower and inhaled they make a great gift for yourself your family or your friends and especially a great gift around the holy days just visit www.thesecretteachings.info click on the banner support pro one and support the secret teachings five nights a week on the fringe fm
4: Listen to the Rogie Report every Wednesday live at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern here on the Fringe FM, KTLK Digital Broadcasting.
1: KTLK
2: Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM brings you exclusively The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable.
0: What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Topher. You can find my music at TopherTown.com. And right now you're listening to The Secret Teachings by Ryan Gable.
1: I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings Radio. I'm sure some of you remember that over the past couple of weeks, I've been harping on the legal components of certain mandates. Louisiana, Michigan, even the state of New York, a liberal judge in the state of New York, a federal judge, all ruled that students did not have to in the state of Louisiana For a medical college, get a vaccine if it violated their religious beliefs. In Michigan, the same thing for some girls on a soccer team. And in New York, a liberal federal judge ruled you have to give people an exemption to the order. You cannot force it, Kathy Hochul. And the response to that has been just PR, public relations, propaganda from the government, and from the local media. It's all been here in New York. Well, the governor has a right to do whatever she wants to do. The, the governor's the governor. The governor wants to put something in your body. The governor can put something in your body. She's the governor. And see, people don't know because they're never taught that you have rights, meaning that you can't just force someone to do something against their will. And if you do, there are consequences to that. And so many people are unaware of that they see their bodily integrity, they see their mental integrity, their emotional integrity violated on a daily basis, and they don't think that there's any repercussion. They don't think that there's any recourse. You want to fight the good fight for some cause of race or gender? Fine, good, whatever. You realize, especially in the States, you live in a country where you're pretty much in the top 1% of the world. You live in a country where, for the most part, people don't get away with things like they do in other countries. You know, you hear about people getting away with crimes and, you know, corporate dealings and things like that that are that are wrong and you go to some other countries, that's the norm, not not an an exception. But pe- people don't realize that we, don't, we don't, we're not top basic civics, you know, th- there are members of of our of our legislature people like Alexandria or cortez who doesn't even know how many houses are in Congress. Didn't even know how many houses. She's a part of the House. Doesn't even know how many houses there are. A Senate and a House. Doesn't know how many there are. How's that possible? How do you get elected and you don't know how many houses? You don't even know how many houses or how many segments, how many pieces of the legislature that exist in the legislature you're you're being elected to. How's that possible? How? Seriously, think about that. How's that possible? That's like being elected president not knowing you have a vice president. How? How do you not? How do you not know that? Is it all just organized and staged? Is it? Is there some you know automated system that's moving the the pieces, the gears, the cogs are moving, and people are just in and out, in and out, and they don't understand. Like, how does that work? How do you not know that? How are people running around saying, "Well, there's states like Rhode Island, and they've got two senators, and how's it fair that California only has two senators? We have to do something about this inequality." I see stuff like that. I'm like, are, are these people serious? California has way more representatives in the House than Rhode Island does. That's a meme on Facebook. This was the argument at the Constitutional Convention. States get equal representation by population in the House, and then they get equal representation across the board to senators in every state. So, Rhode Island has less congressmen, congresswomen than California, but you know, in the House, but they have the same number of senators. That's how it creates balance. Are you serious? You know who promotes that? People that don't like America. You know who promotes that? People who don't like the separation of powers. People who don't want there to be any feedback, any pushback, any resistance to dictatorial demands. That's who pushes that. And the other people who push it that aren't aware of that are people that are consumed by that ideology and they don't even know that they're consumed by that ideology. Bunch of young people. Impressionable young kids. You say things to them like, you know, little Johnny, do you think it's fair that this big state over here has two senators and this tiny little state doesn't have equality? And Johnny be like, no, that's not fair. They should have more because they're bigger. Because Johnny didn't know. Johnny's parents didn't teach him anything. Johnny's parents set him down in front of a TV. Johnny's parents let him watch communist propaganda. Johnny's parents never told him what a republic was. Johnny's parents probably let him watch Star Wars, but didn't explain to him that Star Wars is partially based on real-life politics. Johnny's parents enrolled him in the COVID-19 Pfizer vaccine trial, where Johnny thinks he'll be a superhero. As far as I'm concerned, Johnny's parents are guilty of child abuse. But nothing will happen because we have a right to be whatever we want to be. And you know that people who don't want you to have that right will exploit that right so that they can take it away. So when a U.S. federal appeals court issued a stay order on Saturday of the Biden administration's 100 employees mandate for vaccines or weekly testing, The media was terrified. Few news sources reported it, and they said the court, according to Reuters, cited grave uh, statutory and constitutional issues with the rule. Solicitor of labor, Seema Nanda, just said, OSHA has the authority. There's a grave danger in the workplace. We're prepared to defend this in court. You realize at this point it has nothing to do with health, it has nothing to do with any of that, because if it did, all the people that got vaccinated by choice wouldn't be sick. How are they getting sick? How are they going to the hospital? How is nobody pointing out that the response to that is, well, it reduces your risk of going to the hospital being sick? Well, if it does, then that's my choice, not anybody else's choice. So the two-page order from the court directed the Biden administration to respond to the request for the permanent injunction, meaning that they would void it. They had till Monday at 5 p.m. Here's how the Biden administration responded. White House Deputy Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre said people should not wait. They should continue to move forward and make sure they're getting their workplace vaccinated. Who cares what the federal court said? Who cares about the rule of law? Who cares about individual decisions and bodily integrity? Who cares about freedom? Screw your freedom, says Arnold Schwarzenegger. This isn't about uh, this isn't about the uh, the freedom thing, says Fauci. Who cares about any of that? Just let them do whatever they want to you. They're good people. Mao was a good person. Stalin was a good person. Trotsky was a good person. Hitler was a good person, much better than Stalin. Seriously, Mussolini was a good person. You know, Churchill was a good person. FDR was a good person. They're all great people. They want to help you. Sure. When 9 million people starved to death in the Ukraine, Stalin was just trying to help them, you know. You know that 9 million people died in the Ukraine from starvation? That was about 25% of the population at the time. You know that 25% of the Ukrainian population died? There's even a name for it. It's called the Holodomor. You ever heard of that? No, because all you hear about is the Holocaust, 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 Holocaust. They bend you over with no lube, and they shove it up there until it comes out your mouth. Every single class, every single movie, documentary, everything. Holocaust. They do not tell you about the Holodomor, though. Ooh, can't talk about that. Can't talk about Stone. Can't talk about the gulags. Can't talk about nailing your intestines to a, a, to a pole and making you run around the pole until you... Until you bleed out and your, your guts are out on the ground. That's what the communists did. They don't want to tell you about that. They would tell all those evil right-wing Nazis, all those Nazis, Nazis, Nazis. You know the Nazis weren't even right-wing per se? They were socialists. You know that? Oh, my God. They can't. They were national socialists, meaning that Bernie Sanders is literally a Nazi. Can't? But he's, he's a Jew. He's an old guy. He wears mittens. He can't be a Nazi, right? That's all people know. They don't know anything. They, all they think, oh, I get a superpower if I get this vaccine. That's what they tell kids. And parents think the same thing. If I get this vaccine, I'll have access to society again. They're just playing on your ignorance. They're playing on your lack of knowledge. They're playing on your needs as a human being. Federal lawyers just said, "Ah, eh, screw the rule, screw the court. Well, I just do it anyway. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? The Trump administration or any administration, I mean, just the, the the audacity, a federal court says, we're going to issue a permanent injunction. You have until 5 p.m. to respond. And the White House in response says, ah, screw you, just do it anyway. You understand that that is a violation of everything, the very foundation, the very principles of this country. And people don't care because screw your freedom. This has nothing to do with vaccines, folks. This has nothing to do with masks. This has nothing to do with kids or adults. This has to do with one basic thing, one simple thing. And the word gets used far too often, liberty. You can either live and make the free choices that you'd like to make and live the life that you'd like to live, and you can go to certain states and you can have different options in those states depending on the government there, You can come to the United States and you can bash us and make fun of us and mock us and criticize us and you can exploit our programs for your own benefit and then you can say let's tear down the country because you've been used as a pawn while other immigrants try to come here legally and we laugh at them and mock them and push them out. We pay the ones that run across the border. We quarantine people that are and lock down people that are perfectly healthy based on false, fraudulent scientific analysis of asymptomatic transmission that were all flawed according to the journal Nature. Doesn't matter. That's all fraud. The White House says just do it anyway. Can you imagine? Imagine. That is what happens in a third world country. That's what happens in a dictatorship. The faux courts that are set up, they're like, well, I don't think you can do this. Bang, bang. They're all dead. And the government says, I don't care. Do it anyway. That's what they're telling you. You imagine that? And he's, Biden is not making that decision. You think Biden was like, uh, I just tell him to do it anyway. That guy doesn't even know where he's at. He's probably most of the time he's in the fake White House set across the street, which is apparently a real thing. I thought it was some Reddit BS. It's a real thing. There's a fake White House set across the street. Why? Because Biden getting his vaccine, that fake set, is no different than Rosita from Sesame Street getting that vaccine on a fake set. It's the same exact thing. That's just for adults. The Sesame Street is for kids. These people are laughing at you. They are laughing at the rule of law. They are laughing at liberty. They are literally saying, screw your freedom, screw your liberty. You want to talk about Nazis and tyrants and authoritarians? Holy my God. My God, and we're still consumed. We watch, we watch Trevor Noah and these fake comedy shows that just make fun of people who want to have the choice. You literally live in a time when you're watching the news, watching TV, watching comedy, and the mainline joke is there are people that want choice. There are people that want to be free from government intrusion into their brains and minds and emotions and thoughts and bodies and homes, into their children's lives. There are people that want freedom and liberty. They want to have a choice. That's hilarious. Who are these people? These are tyrants. They've twisted and manipulated reality to a point where you think, that you choosing what you want to do for a living and how you want to raise your kids is somehow dangerous and violent because other people who don't want to do anything, other people who are lazy bums, other people who want to drink all day and take drugs all day and smoke all day, other people that want to run across the border and be handed everything, other people that don't want to take responsibility for their life demand it in a big mob. That ain't democracy. That's a group of people who will likewise be economically, socially, etc., exterminated in the same way that all the Red Guards in communist China that did all the murder, all the threats, all the theft, all the burning, Mao had to get rid of them too. Why did Mao get rid of all the Red Guards who helped cultivate the revolution? Because they were a danger to the state. You think they're going to take care of you after they get what they want? They're going to throw you into the pit just with everybody else. You're just the last one they come for because you were the dumbest and the most ignorant. You did exactly what they told you to do, thinking the devil at the end of the day was going to say, I won't hurt you. I won't hurt you if you do what I say. And at the end of the night, you end up just like all the others who thought that they could make a deal with the devil and get away with it. You're going to have to face that evil at some point. You're going to have to face that energy. You're going to have to face and have retribution at some point. You're going to have to you're going to have to deal with it. That doesn't mean an event is coming. It just means you're going to have to suffer the consequences of your actions. And the sad thing is I have to suffer the consequences of those people's actions. My son has to suffer the consequences of those people's actions. Everybody I know, all of you have to suffer the consequences of those people's actions. But see, things are so messed up now. Here's what happens. You have people that literally think vaccines and masks are saving the world and saving themselves and other people who are sick or sick because they didn't get a vaccine. All this manipulation of statistics and data and manipulation of basic human needs and desires, Maslow's hierarchy, psychological manipulation through Yale University, the NIH and the AMA convincing you, coercing you, manipulating you, trying to distort reality, all these things to convince you of that narrative. And on the other side, you have the same exact thing going on, you know, that although kids can't tell the difference between Rosita, the puppet and what is real and adults, parents can't tell the difference between Don Lemon and Brian Seltzer and all the other ones. And, and what is real? There are people that watch alternative media that can't tell the difference. There's people that run around thinking the vaccine's going to kill everybody and they're going to start dropping dead tomorrow. No. They're not. They're not going. You get five vaccines. You're not going to start dropping dead tomorrow. You will get blood clots. You will get myocarditis. Those are the two big ones. You could die within 16 minutes and not be counted as a COVID death. You could get cancerous tumors and die like my friend did within just weeks of getting the vaccines. You could die from a lot of things. Officially, it's like tens of thousands have died from the vaccine. That's officially, by the way. Officially. The CDC had a whole list of a whole list of side effects. Last year, death was a side effect. Stroke was a side effect. Narcolepsy, anaphylaxis, transverse mellitus, guillain barr syndrome, arthritis. Arthritis is a side effect of the COVID-19 vaccines. Kawasaki disease, which I thought was a motorbike. Multisystem inflammatory syndrome in children. Vaccine enhanced a disease. The vaccine enhances the disease. That's officially from the CDC's website. I got a copy of the paper there. FDA Safety Surveillance of COVID-19 Vaccines. That's the, uh, the document. Actually, this is from the FDA's website. Excuse me, not the CDC. See, I'll correct myself when I'm wrong. FDA. CBER Plans for Monitoring COVID-19 Vaccine Safety and Effectiveness. CBER Plans for Monitoring COVID-19 Vaccine Safety and Effectiveness. FDA's website. There it is. They, they knew that back in October of 2020. And when a, a court says, a federal court nonetheless, says you can't do this, you've got till Monday, you know, per the request of the plaintiffs to respond to the permanent injunction request. And what does the White House say? School your freedom. Do it anyway. Do it now. Do it. 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 Give it to them. Five to 11-year-olds, give it to them. They're going to become superheroes. Yeah. Get them. Get those kids. I remember I was in West Virginia a couple of weeks ago and that, uh the booster thing, the FDA didn't approve the booster shots. Remember that? And uh, it said it newspaper the, when I checked into the hotel and it said the booster shots not approved. And then the next day I got a put paper and it said that the governor of West Virginia said, go get your booster shots. They've been approved. And I thought, I just read. Yeah, I have the paper right here. It says they're not approved. And the governor just said they're approved. So it's and then if you disagree with the governor, oh, it's anti-science. Well, it literally says here they're not approved. And then they word it differently. Well, the White House. Deputy press secretary said that people should not wait. They should continue to move forward and make sure they're getting their workplace vaccinated. Even if the court said we're halting the order. Federal judges said we're halting the order. People don't care. It's that uh, whatever. Do it anyway. Just do it. It's the Nike slogan. Just do it. 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 Just do it. I don't care what the court said. Do it. So what does this whole thing what does this whole thing cover anyway? It's a requirement to apply to businesses with at least 100 workers. It applies to state and local government workers in 26 states, including teachers and school staff. This is one of my favorite parts of the order. Workers will not have to get boosters to be considered vaccinated under the requirements. However, the agency is following the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's definition of fully vaccinated, which is one shot of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine or two shots of Moderna's or Pfizer's vaccine. They are deciding whether to make the booster part of the fully vaccine schedule. So right now you don't have to get the booster, but very soon the booster might be the only way that you can be considered fully vaccinated. Great. According to the USA today, they asked the question Will the rules be challenged in court. And it says Republican governors and attorney generals typo. Cause the USA today is written by machine. Apparently, uh, are expected to immediately sue OSHA to block the rules. They've already done this, but the USA Today can't get that right either. Some private employers might as well. The agency will have to prove to the courts that the requirements are necessary to protect workers from grave danger. Yes, you'll have to prove it because this is a country where you can't force people to do something and then put the burden of proof on the people that that it's being done to in order to prevent it from being done to them. So a lot of people don't realize that. The president said it, so uh, it must have to happen. You're a moron. Are you kidding me? You know, the people people here in Rochester, it's laughable. The people in Rochester that I had to argue with and fight with, grown-ass adults that didn't understand that because the governor says it doesn't mean it's a law. Oh, my God, it's an executive order. Oh, my God, it's it's a press release. They said I got to do it. I had to literally explain to people twice my age that a press release is not a law. That a governor's statement is not a law. That if you want it to be a law, it has to do two things. It has to go through the legislature, and the governor has to sign it, and it also has to not be in conflict with federal law. And if it is, it'll have to be challenged in court, and it'll have to be struck down. That's how the system works. But I had grown-ass adults be like, Oh, my God, it's an executive order. I have to do it. Oh, my God. Are, are you really that scared? Do these governors like Kathy Hochul scare you? You think Andrew Jackson was scared when he would stand on a hill being shot at at point-blank range by the British and they couldn't hit him? You think George Washington was scared at Valley Forge? You think these people were, they probably were scared, but that's real courage. That's real superhero level power there. You think Thomas Jefferson was some racist, bigoted slave owner? A man who was grown up in privilege, who was given slaves, who had all this money, all this land, all this power. You think that maybe it wasn't a little bit courageous for Thomas Jefferson to say, I don't really agree with this. And he read a lot of books, did a lot of thinking, and decided to fight against slavery. But he still owns slaves, oh my God! You understand that this was the 1700s, folks. You understand that this was a different world, a different time, a different place. What was truly revolutionary was a person who had everything, who decided, I'd like to gamble everything so that other people who don't have anything can maybe enjoy a little bit of the freedom that I have. That's revolutionary. That's why they don't want you to know history. That's why they created the 1619 Project. That's why they tell you everything about this country is slaveocracy and racism and women weren't this. Women didn't want the right to vote in the 1700s. Some did. Some had to fight for that. Women did vote in the early 1800s. They make it about race and gender and sex when ultimately this is a melting pot. You can pretty much do whatever you want to do. You can burn an American flag if you want to. You can piss On a grave, if you want to. You might get your ass beat, but you can do those things. In some countries, the retribution doesn't come from some angry person. If you're pissing on the grave of their ancestor, their friend or family member who's a soldier from burning the flag, the retribution comes from the government when they come to your house in the middle of the night and your neighbors never see you again, where there's no rule of law. There's no court system to say this is legal, this is not legal. They disappear your butt. So what about states that have to adopt this rule? Uh, What if a state decides I don't want to adopt the rule? Well, workers can ask the courts to require the states to follow the law. OSHA also has the authority to take over a state program that is failing to protect workers. And I couldn't help but think that kind of sounds like those old FEMA conspiracies. Arizona, my state, South Carolina, Utah, I've already missed the deadline for adopting an emergency rule OSHA has issued in June for healthcare workers. It's because Arizona is free. South Carolina is free. Utah is free. I've been to these states, um, South Carolina, Utah, not recently, Arizona recently. Well, actually, I've been to South Carolina recently. Um, these states, they're living their life. Nothing's going on. It's pretty much normal. Nothing's happening. It's okay. It's cool. And I don't want to show you that in the news, though. They'll just be like, oh, my God, it's raining in Arizona. It's a desert. It doesn't rain there. That's climate change. No, that's called. uh, It's not a bomb cyclone. That's called uh, rain. And it does rain there. You just don't know that because you're watching Sesame Street. All right. And, uh, you know, states can do certain things that can be overruled by the federal government. And the federal government can do things that can be overridden by the state court or the federal courts rather because the federal courts are that branch of government that decide whether something's legal. That's why you know that there's a there's a case in the Supreme Court right now about guns and the Supreme Court is 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 pretty much saying that they're going to overturn state gun laws like in New York where you have to prove that you have a good reason, quote unquote, to carry a firearm for self-defense. You have to prove that. And the headline in New York here was Supreme Court wants people on subways to have more guns. That's not what the Supreme Court said. Liberal Supreme Court and conservative Supreme Court said pretty much going to have the ability to have a gun without having to go through the process of proving that you have a good reason to have a gun. Here's my good reason, the Constitution. Here's my good reason, liberal blue cities that are so saturated in needles and feces and piss and gangs that I need something to protect myself from the crime that you have cultivated with your liberal policies. That's why I need a gun, because other people have guns. That's why I need a gun. And I don't need to tout it. I don't need to open display it necessarily. I don't need to run around, bang, 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 like an old Western. I just need to know that I've got it if I need it. And if they do that in New York, mark my words right now, you're going to see crime plummet in the big cities. When the federal government and the Supreme Court says you can carry a gun in New York, you ain't got to have a good reason to carry it because this is America. Guess what's going to happen? There ain't going to be a lot of crime in these big cities. They're going to manufacture. It. Oh, yeah, the Supreme Court said this crime skyrocketed. Yes, crime skyrocketed because of the lockdowns, because of people not having jobs, because you're letting illegals and because you're letting people you're busing and shipping in here from other countries into the country. You're giving them money and they have pretty much the ability to do whatever they want with no consequence. That's why crime is skyrocketing. People are tired of living this way. People are tired ty- and they keep voting the same way and they keep thinking that's going to save them. So if you can take anything from the show tonight, know that a court in Florida threw out the lawsuits against Governor DeSantis and said, you know what? The governor can do this. The governor can ban mandates for masks. He can ban that. They're not banning the mask. They're just banning the mandate. You can still wear it if you want. He didn't ban that. But the media says, no, he ban- he's trying to ban the mask. No, he's trying to ban the mandates. Just know that a federal court has ruled in Louisiana, Michigan, and New York, you have to provide exemptions for vaccines. And in the cases where they haven't ruled that and they've said, well, you know, we're going to let this mandate stand. There isn't good enough reason in the court. Because they're claiming something like Jesus came to me last night in a dream and Jesus said, I don't have to take the vaccine. And the court said, what the hell are you talking about? And they throw it out. You know what they have to prove in court? They have to prove that there's a grave danger. That's what they have to prove. Probably not going to be able to prove it. And no matter what they say, you're going to have to go read the documents for yourself because the media is going to chop it all to bits. Federal court said, hey, you can't do this with the mandate. That's what the plaintiffs are requesting, a permanent injunction. So until that's decided, they, you know, this Monday, the Biden administration had to respond. So they halted the order. And guess what happened? The White House just said, I don't care. Just do it anyway. Force them. Force people to get it anyway. not—they're not going to be consequences of that. Really, are there not going to be consequences of the White House saying that? Like, for example, a court ruled United Airlines can put workers with vaccine exemptions on unpaid leave. Federal court in Texas ruled that. But why did the court rule that? And contrary to everything I've been telling you, why? Because the flight attendant and the two pilots and an aircraft technician had asked the court to block the policy because they said the policy would cause irreparable harm. That's not a good enough reason the court decided. So the court said, the court appreciates the difficulty conscientious employees face when asserting their religious rights, but that difficulty does not demonstrate irreparable harm. I agree with that court's decision. You might think that's weird. How can you agree with that court's decision? They upheld the mandate and refused the religious exemption because the aircraft technician the two pilots and the flight attendant didn't ask or didn't put the 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 their their beliefs in the proper wording so the court struck it down i mean they can go further they they can appeal this but they can't prove that it causes irreparable harm in the other cases where the court said you can get it you can get this uh, religious exemption it was because the people said i'm not being given a religious Exemption for my religious rights. And the court said, well, you have to be given that. That's how they worded it. It's a little bit different in this case, because in the case of Southwest Airlines, mid-October, Southwest backed off its plan to place unvaccinated employees on unpaid leave. Why? Because it was illegal. And they argued a different case. New York has to allow it, too. And United Airlines had to delay its vaccine mandate for workers seeking an exemption back in mid-October. And the courts finally ruled a month later, you can't prove that it causes rebel harm. I'm curious to see what the federal lawyers are going to do with the the stay order on this mandate for the 100 people, uh, uh, employees of businesses, because they're saying they have to prove that it's that there's a grave harm and maybe they're able to prove that in court. And and, and that's the thing that, you know, irritates me about this and about the other court system, because you can't really have a lot of leeway for discussion on fake manipulated statistics and, you know, people that are dying of heart disease and car wrecks and gunshots and motorcycle incidences. And that's being called covid death. It's harder to prove that. See, that's why it just seems like one big cluster. And you know what's more important to most people? Most people are more concerned about Aaron freaking Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, the Green Bay quarterback, he said he's allergic to something in the vaccine. All the news stories are like, Aaron Rodgers says he's allergic to something in the vaccine. Is that even possible? Oh yeah, it says it on it says it on the FDA's website. Anaphylactic shock is a so it doesn't matter if Aaron Rodgers is or isn't. But the media is fact checking it. And in the news story, one of the news stories I read about Aaron Rodgers, it was like, Aaron Rodgers says he's allergic. Oh, my God, that's so silly. Then you read it, and it's like, people are allergic. Because even when you get a little honesty in media, it's still that headline that people read. That's why the New York Times wrote this week, scientists fight a new source of vaccine misinformation, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I thought we were supposed to listen to black people. Aaron Rodgers ain't black, but what about the black guy in the NBA? He don't want to get a vaccine. We're not listening to him. What about Dave Chappelle? Dave Chappelle made a joke. We're not listening to him. So I guess we don't really want to listen to black people. What if we had kids that said, hey, this vaccine won't turn you into a superhero? What would we do to those kids? We'd say, you're not really a superhero. You're not really a kid. You're a terrible piece of trash. You little brat. That's what they'd say to you. We don't really care about kids. We don't care about equality. What we care about is doing what we're told to do. When we're told to do it. That's what they want you to do. And in bringing you a unique and fresh subject tonight, I want you to understand that kids can't tell the difference between Rosita and reality. Adults can't tell the difference between CNN and reality. That's big. People want to control your life, period. They want to control how you live, how you eat, what you watch, what you listen to. And the courts can say, we have to stay this order. The media manipulates that. Courts can say, well, you're probably going to be able to carry guns in New York without having a good reason to carry guns. And the people say, well, they the Supreme Court wants it to be gun violence. Let's start thinking for ourselves. Okay, take a second. Relax. Think for ourselves. That's what this show is all about. www.thesecretteachings.info That's the website. Please subscribe to the archive. Buy a book support this show we're going to be moving the studio out to arizona so please grab a book please subscribe please sign up on patreon please grab a discount twenty five 25 off pro and water filter the link is on our website if you have the ability if you love this show if you enjoy this show if you have a few dollars to donate to our escape from new york fund go to paypal rdgable at yahoo.com and donate those few dollars Five bucks, 20 bucks. People have done this before when I've reached out for support. I really appreciate it. I appreciate all of you listening wherever you are around the world. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy. And we'll talk to you on the next broadcast.